And yeah, this is this is fantastic. This is really really good, and I would love everyone to hear this. So this is Dead Forest from Kill the Dragon by Modal Model Montiwar. Enjoy.
that is that is an amazing song. Honestly, that is that could be one of the greatest songs I think I've played on this podcast. I just can't believe how it just oh. keeps stepping up and stepping up and stepping up. <laughs> the intensity gets more and more, and then you know, even it's really clever how I think you um, the intensity steps up, but then those really kind of soft pads come in and they kind of give you this sense of relaxation or like uh, a bit of peace but it's still stepping up it's still stepping up and yeah I don't that's just <laughs> fantastic amazing job yeah thank you thank you so much yeah there's a lot a lot going on in that track I again uh, I hadn't heard that one in in a bit that is uh, so it's called Dead Forest right the original track was called forest and so the the way that that game works you know essentially the 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 levels themselves sort of evolve if that makes mm. sense so it starts out as a forest and then it ends up as a dead forest and so the music changes uh but again sort of has a uh, a callback and in this case i literally took the exact same track and i manipulated it so i i slowed it down uh, I added extra layers. I changed the the you know I, I think I distorted some some instruments and stuff. Dead forest versus forest. Forest being alive, you know, uh, you know how do you sort of create that contrast? And so there was you know a number of things that I did to do that. Um, and yeah, um, I, I I think it's poignant if you will that I've been playing a lot of tracks that has a lot of that. Uh, I'm sorry, the tracks that I've chosen as inspiration have a lot of arpeggios, a lot of arpeggiated movement, because obviously you can hear here a perfect example of where those inspirations lead me, mm. you know? Um, because yeah, as you mentioned, there's a lot of arpeggiation in yeah, this track. My goodness, and yeah, there's a couple of, the of different things. Use of arpeggios I've heard in computer games, to be honest, like just because it, it doesn't stop, but every little section is doing yeah. something new and kind of right. directing, you know, if I'm just talking simply, it's, directing which beats my head are bopping down onto. Sometimes I'm sounds feels like right. I'm on the third or like a triplet kind of thing and then yeah. I'm on the the one and two. I don't know what it is, but it's so yeah, no. I, I wanted to have a little bit of a nerd moment on, on exactly what was Please happening do. there because something that I've always been a big fan of is uh is there's a couple of different terms. So poly patterns, polyrhythms, polymetrics. Yep. So it's the idea of superimposing two different rhythms on top of each other. And it could be, you know, let's say like triplets over 16th notes, but that's like a really messy one. This is actually more like a grouping, right, of 16th notes being interpolated over another grouping. So the basic beat is is a four 16th note, you know, yep. pattern, Do you know, do uh, you know, is kind of a simple way of breaking it down. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. The arpeggio for that, for that section I think you're referring to is based in six uh, uh, 16th notes. So essentially it's a six over four groove. So what ends up happening is, you know, it ends up uh, together and then separate, together and then separate, downbeat and then upbeat as far as how the actual arpeggio resets. So the arpeggio is resetting in a different way than the rest of the the rhythm is resetting. So it yeah, it creates that sort of uh, wishy-washy, almost dizzying effect. Now at a slower tempo like this, it, it doesn't really have the the same dizzying. It's more like I guess it, it, in a way it just kind of gives it a groove that's sort of interesting. This is really the kind of stuff that you hear in in for example, as far as going back to roots like Latin music mm. and stuff like that. They do a lot of stuff like that because it's fun and it's interesting. Even something like a clave. Right. Yep. 
that's being superimposed over quarter notes. Got, 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 you know, in, in this way that ends up being bouncy. And you could look at that as a similar sort of thing, except that it resets in a more uh, quick fashion. This one, it literally just keeps going and going, as you said. And then it eventually changes to something that actually follows the original pattern more more accurately. It's actually an eight note, eight sixteenth note pattern that repeats instead of a six sixteenth note pattern that repeats. So sorry, that was a little long. The point is that those are the kinds of things that I've always really, really enjoyed. Again, be it in video game music or outside, there's actually some bands that implement those kind of concepts almost all the time. Like there's one band I can think of called Mashuga, which is totally not something that I think a lot of people would necessarily be into, again, because the sound is something they might not be able to get past. It's very, very heavy music, but they are all about superimposing different rhythmic ideas on top of each other. And as a person who headbangs, I have long hair and I move my head, uh, it feels really cool when the music is dancing around that repetitive motion that my body yeah. is doing. And I think that's really the essence of what I like is the, is the, the, the energy that's created from that 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 super imposition. Um, yeah, very cool. So yeah, I, I think yeah, <laughs> but very uh, really, well done. Oh, sorry, yeah, I was go just ahead. gonna say very well done. Um, and that's quite a lot of different styles and instrumentation on that soundtrack as well. So even though it's a work in progress, I, I, yeah. if you've got it up there for <laughs> you can buy it for a thousand dollars because the uh, you said the developer doesn't want it released to the public, but you can preview it on um, yeah. Bandcamp, and I'll right. definitely. It's on yeah. Bandcamp. You could you could stream it. You can listen to it. So obviously, listen to it to your heart's content. Anybody that's interested in hearing more, there's a lot of yeah, as you said, different stuff. It's actually different energy as yep. well like you know for example forest is much more up tempo and that's that's a little bit more i think what you'd expect from that kind of a game this one was slow and that was maybe kind of risk a risk but then you know because i put the other more motion actually i think that's why i did a lot of more motion as far as the 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 background instruments was to create to continue uh, to have energy, mm. you know, despite being a slower tempoed track. Uh, really quick shout out to Picosaurus. He is he is literally an angel. Um, I I got scammed. This was a number of years ago. Uh, you know, some stupid whatever it was Craigslist. You know, I was really desperate to to make some dough, and there was this thing where you know I was supposed to be doing a job for them and making money, but there was one of those. I don't know if you've ever experienced this or seen, seen or heard of anything, but basically they give you, they send you a check, and they say, oh, you have to cash it and then give us back some of it because that's the only way that it works. Blah blah blah. So you know, you do that, and then of course the check itself ends up bouncing later. So you end up giving them your own money, you know. And in my case, I ended up in the negative and it was really, really a bad situation. It was a very low mm. point in my life. So I actually did something that I've never done, which was essentially beg for money. But really what it was, was I, I set up, I think it was an Indiegogo or something, you know, uh, help me pay off my debt and I'll make you music. And Picky Source was literally the first one to actually just be like, you know what, boom. And he gave me some money and he said, make me a track. And I had never even met this person. He actually found me through Twitter. It was like, uh, you know, somebody retweeted my my desperate plea and he just was right away, right? You know, why not kind of thing, like help help me out. And he he enjoyed that track. That was the Forest track. So the original one that this one became the, the secondary for. He enjoyed the track so much, he hired me to do the That's entire great. game. And he paid me up front, if I remember right, like a good amount for, for to pay off my debts, literally. He was like, you know what? I really enjoy your music and I'm just going to do this. I trust you, that is you know? And it was one of those moments, like literally, I'm getting chills even thinking about it. Like I, I, I haven't received that kind of help from people in my life very often at all. 
And he was just so willing to just do that right away, you know? And um, he's like, he's like family, you know? Every time we talk, we, we talk about his kids and all that kind of stuff. You know, we, we, we've traded like little things back and forth. I made this really goofy tavern song for him and then he played it the, for his kids and his kids were dancing track, to way. it. And so I ended up... <laughs> No, oh, thank you. I ended up making a video of myself playing it on piano, like just for them to be able to watch or whatever. So it's just, you know, those kinds of things that are just, it's just special. It's really something beyond just like a hired, you know, gig. It's its its a really, really special experience. So the music that, that, that I made for that game started out and really has continued to just be a representation of my appreciation for this person as a human being, you know, beyond just as a gig, mm. you know? And so even though this song is a really dark, kind of weird, creepy song, obviously that doesn't necessarily represent it. The heart that I put into it was was in those details, was in those little extra things. And just, just you know, it just is a representation of of, of that that appreciation I have. So that's, that's all. I just wanted to give him no, a shout out. That's a fantastic story. Why don't, why don't you get us to our next track? I think we're going to turn the intensity down a little bit with this next one. Yeah, absolutely. Again, great, uh, great selections and order because I think it's really doing a lot for the, you know, sort of um, the the en en the path of energy, yeah. you know, the the transition from higher to lower and that kind of thing. Which, by the way, you were talking about how that 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 track increases in energy. That's a tendency I I almost always have, and actually one of the developers I've worked with kind of like was the one to make me realize that he was like you like growing don't you because <laughs> I'll start a track real small and just build it up build it up build it up and by the time it's ready to explode then I have to go okay how am I going to get back down to the low energy because we have to yeah. loop right we're video game composers it has to loop so it's like how do I you know create that that downward and then path and a lot of times I'll literally just like just just kind of explode and then fade and then there's the you know back to the loop yeah. of the low energy. And then the next song <laughs> that I've chosen as well is is another perfect example of that. Oh yeah. For sure. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. Bring so, us into this so next yeah. track. But as far as Right. As far as my track, now we're getting more to the traditional side and definitely a very, very, very popular song that I'm sure, you know, most of your audience has heard, if not, you know, once a, a million times and probably throughout their lives and, and as a kid, you know, playing this game. This is from Donkey Kong Country 2 uh, by David Wise for the SNES. And of course, it's Stickerbush Symphony. Here All right.
All right, yeah, Stickerbush Symphony, a classic. Cannot go wrong with such an amazing yeah. tune. Um, yeah, so just, just a quick synopsis on why I picked this tune. I wanted something that had, obviously, a different energy versus the other stuff that I had picked and also shows another side of what I'm inspired by, which is ambiance, but ambiance with melody ambiance that still has an emotional edge to it and still tells a story if that makes sense david wise in my opinion is the number one uh example of a composer who's who's really met the crossroads of ambience but also with a melodic and an emotional center yeah with david wise he's probably as far as all the stuff i've released on spotify my biggest hit um, it's, it's, it's nothing I've written. It's my uh, remix of Aquatic Ambience, and that's an another. Ah, which of course this is the sequel yeah, to that. It's by just, the way. yeah, you know, it's just perfectly written music. And um, but yeah, the ambience is amazing. And by the way, but by the way, I think I've heard that version that you did. And what I love is because again, you have a very good handle of synthesis. And, you know, I mean, granted, what he was doing on the SNES was unheard of. He was finding ways to create the same sort of timbral shifts that you would get from a synthesizer, you know, with samples on, you know, the Super Nintendo. That's That, that was something nobody yeah. else did. But the, the way you essentially, you said, okay, I know what you're trying to do, and I can do that with synthesizers in a more, it, I guess you could say, traditional way. Uh, and the point is that I feel like you you perfectly encapsulated the energy of what he really would have wanted to do if he could. You know what I mean? But he was working within his limitations. And I think he did a great job, don't get me wrong, but I just feel like yours is is like, you know, it's like the end of the the end of the road you know <laughs> like you you made yeah, it yeah thanks uh, well a lot of these remixes that i do um i try i try not to go too far away from the original feel of the song uh, i just want to kind of reinterpret it in a different way without making a different song but that one that in particular yeah. Yeah. is one i always wanted to do but was <laughs> i was very intimidated because even with that old um with the old snes check uh tech it does it does sound pretty perfect like the original doesn't really need any improvements but um i just i honestly right. i just wanted to do it because i love the song and i was like i can do a version yeah. of this and yeah. i'm gonna have fun doing it but yeah i appreciate that yeah no I, I i i agree that it doesn't it doesn't need anything more it's more just like I guess, you know, just a simple example is just adding some reverb, you know what I mean? <laughs> just adding a little bit more yeah. of that, of that, that vibe, you know what I mean? Which is, which is, yeah, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of, and that's, that's what it is. It's like, it's more like a tribute rather yep. than a remix. It's not like you're like, I'm going to do something different with this, which is cool, by the way. There's, there's some people that do amazing things when they're doing yep. something different, but you know, I appreciate that when it's literally, this track is already amazing. Let's just make it amazing. Speaking of which, quick shout out to uh, a project that I'm in which is <laughs> it's really funny. It's called Shred Nobi, okay? And it's a Shinobi cover band is really the simplest way to put it. We're eventually going to have other music, but for now we're playing literally music from the game Shinobi 3 for the Genesis, which I actually didn't pick any tracks from for this, for this particular uh, episode. But regardless, what we are doing is trying to create those tracks, I'm sorry, recreate those tracks in a live setting 
as if the original composers wanted to play it in a band, you know? So how would it sound if a band did this? So we're trying not to change anything really as much as possible. I'm actually using real Genesis sounds for keys. My brother's playing guitar. Uh, we do, uh, I did drum backing tracks. I actually performed the drum backing tracks and then we have a bassist. But the point is that it's, it's essentially what the music was originally just with real instruments as far as guitar and bass. Um, and, uh, and, you know, drum samples or whatever. And then, yeah, me literally just playing the key parts exactly as they are because they're that good. They don't need yep. anything else. They're fantastic yep. tracks. Look up Shinobi 3, listen to that soundtrack. You'll know exactly what I mean. And another quick shout out about the Mercado Bros. They actually just did an episode on specifically that game. <laughs> so you can listen to that too, if you want. Anyway, yeah, let's no, move I on. I'll get a few links from you as well and put it in the description and people can go and look for that kind of stuff. Um, Definitely, oh for sure. Definitely yeah. worth checking out. I've seen a number of your live shows, and yeah, pr pretty, pretty spot on. I'm not, I'm not someone who's ultimately like really familiar with the soundtrack, but I listen to, I listen to your yeah. interpretations of it, and yeah, it sounds, it's very well done. And and that was the that was act, that was part of the inspiration too. Was actually that it's not incredibly popular yeah. actually most people think of the original uh genesis tra uh, game by yuzo kashiro actually composed by this one was actually by some you know again fairly unknown composers but it's phenomenal music and we wanted to celebrate that we wanted people who maybe had never heard it to actually be able to hear it so if you actually enjoyed what you listened to then that's you know again uh honoring yep. them you know what i mean yeah so everyone should check that out i'll definitely leave uh, a link in the description as well as links to modal's Bandcamp and anything else relevant to this episode but let's move on cool. to our next track um so this next track we're going to move to a more recent game now i'll let you um describe that for us when we come back but um mm -hmm. the, the next track it, um it's starts off it reminds me a little bit of final fantasy 7 and as we were discussing oh, okay. before, um, you have you have a tendency to just ramp up the intensity as the song goes on. And my goodness, this song kind of yeah. starts off kind of uh, groovy, but a little bit sinister. And by the end of the loop, it's like you're ready to have a heart attack. The intensity and stress levels are <laughs> just through the roof. The amount of key changes and stuff is really, it's really yeah. excellent. I love it. And that'll probably tie Thank into you. your next track as well, even though you probably, um, you sounded a bit surprised when I mentioned Final Fantasy VII. But um, yeah, if I heard this next track in Final Fantasy VII, I'd be like, whoa, he's, <laughs> whoa, <laughs> I'll leave it at that. All right. Um, so this next track is from a currently work in progress soundtrack and game that you're working on. Maybe just in a few sentences, you can introduce that for us just so we know exactly what we're getting into here. Yeah, absolutely. So the game is called Declines Drops. Uh, again, solo developer uh, that goes by, I'm going to butcher this, Drazglb. Um, <laughs> he has a backstory to his his name, but it's basically just like a sound effect kind of thing. So it's meant to be kind of a silly 
thing, and he, he actually enjoys hearing people's pronunciations, so I'm sure he'll get a kick out of that. <laughs> Long story short, he uh, is uh, an amazing artist, just makes really, really beautiful art, and so this game is essentially just him going all out with his art. And it was actually recently kickstarted successfully, so we're really, really happy about that. We've uh, we've got some funding to work with to really, really bring this thing to the next level. Uh, there's a playable demo, so you can check that out too. Uh, again, he'll I'm sure he'll uh, link everything for you there, but yeah, the game is called Declines Drops, uh, and this uh, track I'll explain sort of its you know purpose uh, afterward. So we'll cool. just go. Cool. Well, there. this is Venitas by Modal Module. Enjoy. from the currently in development game <laughs> Declines Drop. And man, yeah, that last section, the intensity is through the roof. <laughs> that bass is just doing all yeah. kinds of crazy little things and it just keeps, again, stepping up, stepping up uh, in a different way to yeah. um, Dead Forest. Dead Forest had a kind of, I guess, an emotional right. intensity. This is just like, I'm getting yeah. more and more stressed the more I listen to this song and I'm loving every bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, kind of a similar situation to Ancient Weapon, actually. It, although it's not a boss, of course. Um, it's it's an extra level that you actually acquire by accomplishing certain specific things. So it's 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 sort of like a secret level that you unlock, and it's really really hard. And so the idea behind the Vanitas levels, there's going to be more than one, but this is you know this was the first one in the demo, uh, the only one in the demo, I should say, in the first one for the entire game. Um, it, you know, the idea behind them is to just to just punish you, to piss you off, and to you know force you to really you know get good. Um, and it's this is a platformer, so you know the platforming aspect is what makes it hard. Uh, in fact, if I remember right, this level doesn't even have enemies, so it's just really hardcore platforming. Oh, really? Um, and 
yeah, so, I mean, you know, again, it's just one of those things where I wanted it to represent that as far as the energy, but it's also, it is also kind of a creepy, you know, weird, the concept behind, uh, I think the term Vanitas, the, the, I, I'm sorry, I always forget this, he's explained this to me so many times, but I think the concept is something about death and gold, so, like, you'll see death golden skulls everywhere and stuff like that. So there's just a kind of a unique energy to that concept, which by the way is, is I guess an art style or, mm. or something like that. It's not really specific to the game, but he, he was inspired by that for these levels. So that's the nutshell. It, that was the intention behind it. The energy ramping up was the idea that the level's going to start to get really, really difficult. Of course, then it loops back and you know maybe it's an easier part of the level. I've played it played the level itself. I didn't actually have the level uh, accessible when I made the track. So actually playing the level with the music, it ends up f like the ramps end up fitting the level pretty good, actually, if you play it straight yeah, through. Cool. Uh, so that kind of worked out. You know, I don't know if that was his intention, but it, it just sort of worked out that way. And, and, and it was pretty cool. But yeah, that's that's really the why It's just like you're going to be pissed off. It's going to be something that's bizarre uh, and 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 difficult. So I was just literally just trying to generate those two uh uh those two emotions i guess you could say <laughs> well with that very track. successfully done excellent stuff and yeah i said <laughs> the beginning kind of reminded me a little bit of i don't know maybe being in the slums or something in um final fantasy 7 yeah. which i i could hear that i could hear that yeah now now that i now now that you're being that specific cuz that's the thing is most of the final fantasies are so varied yeah, you yeah. know as far as the tracks so i was picturing you know like a town theme or something and i'm like that's why it, it seemed out but you're absolutely right the slums uh you know it definitely has a kind of a similar energy again seedy i think was a term you used when you were talking yep. about the ff7 remix stuff <laughs> <laughs> there's CD, nothing yeah, seedy than slap the, bass the, <laughs> yeah yeah exactly no and just those really weird chords and i think what i really did for that one which again was was what i was hearing was just this kind of parallel movement of the same kind of chord i think it's like a, a minor six nine or something and it's just moving in these really unusual ways you know ways that don't really fit any particular uh uh key you know again nerding out there but yeah that's that's just what created that energy yeah well bring us into your next final fantasy 7 track that you've chosen yeah, so there you go. Spoiler alert that? again. But yeah, you, you mentioned Final Fantasy, and then I looked at the track list, and I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. So yeah, uh, again, a more typical and more more uh, universally appreciated score, uh, Final Fantasy VII by Nobue Matsu. Um, uh, I will say that this particular game was really pivotal for me. It was at, I was right at that age where I could really appreciate everything that it offered. You know, I liked gritty things. I liked dark things. I liked serious things. You know, I, I was past the, the the little kids Disney stuff, you know, which by the way, I've, I've kind of come full circle. I love Studio Ghibli and Disney and all that kind of stuff these days. But the point is I was, I was that angsty, you know, preteen. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, this game came around and it was just like, oh yeah, this is it, you know? Um, and, it was the first time that I heard music and that I actually cre uh, realized that this was made by somebody. I don't know how else to explain yep. it, but when it came to video games when I was a kid, I guess I just thought that the, the music just magically appeared. I really don't know what I was thinking, but I really understood with FF7 that there was a person that made this music and then it came to find out who that person was and, you know, kind of became obsessed with, with him and all the music that he's made. Um, and it was just so so pivotal for me. I mean, really, it was, it was for me that moment of, I can do this too. I could, 
I could make music for games too. Prior to that, I was making music literally just on the computer, you know, for my own enjoyment, which was which was fine, of course. And it wasn't until years later that I actually pursued a career in making music for games because I didn't feel I was making music as good as the music that was in Final Fantasy VII, mm. you know? Come to find out, Nobu Uematsu is self-taught, has been from the beginning, and really just just listened to a lot of music and and learned how to emulate that music, you know? So it was everything from classical opera to, you know, anime, you know, and that kind of stuff. And he just had all these inspirations. Fusion, again, talking about YMO and all that kind of stuff. He just had all these inspirations and was able to sort of, you know, pull out of that stew, pull, 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 scoop all that, you know, interesting melodic material and harmonic material and just create interesting music. And yeah, anyway, so this track is uh, Genova, which is, you know, a crazy disgusting boss and you know the music is is not necessarily that creepy but it's definitely got a a weird bent to it but it's also just really interesting and again arpeggio is for days so (laughs) you know fitting why not uh so again that's uh final fantasy 7 genova by nobu Uematsu. this was a playstation game here we go It's just, you know, first of all, it's just driving. It's just constantly yep. driving. Sorry, that was Genova, Nobuematsu, Final Fantasy VII. 
just so just just this consistent energy to it talk talking about the the fact that i tend to build things this does build a little bit but really it's just a very consistent energy which is very uh fitting for a boss battle and especially in an rpg that's turn-based and you're sort of having to take your time and strategize there's this this consistent nature to it that really lends itself well but yeah i mean you know so many interesting things um i actually did a uh piano Again, I would I would use the word tribute because it was exactly I was trying to get it exactly like this original version. There's actually a piano uh, selection, whatever arrangement that for almost every Final Fantasy they do these piano arrangements, but the the piano arrangement of Genova is completely different than the original. So I wanted to do one that was literally a tribute to the original. So I have that on YouTube. You know, whatever. We yeah, can I or whatever. can see but that myself. Again, yeah. The reason that I bring it up is because I actually spent the time to transcribe it first and foremost in order to do that. And in doing so, I learned a lot of different stuff as far as what he was doing. And that very first, um, that very first arpeggio, I have my piano here next to me, but it's just such a very interesting thing. It's, you know, it's, you're, you're adding a flat six to a triad. And so at one point he does it major at another point he does it minor, but it just creates this, this really interesting, um, to me, it's almost an alien sound. It's like this, I can't tell exactly what's happening because minor sounds dark and major sounds happy, but then adding that flat six just, just throws those emotions into this different place. And um, anyway, so yeah, I think that was intentional because Genova is this really alien looking creature, you know? And so I think he really just encapsulated the energy of, of, of how I felt when I first laid eyes on this on this you know, terrifying <laughs> being that I had to try to, you know, uh, battle. And by the way, same with Ancient Weapon, she comes back around yep. multiple times. And so, you know, it, you know, you get different versions of this. Uh, I don't think it's different versions of this track necessarily, but the, but there's actually motifs that are reused and that kind of thing. But yeah, all that to say, just the energy being so consistent and just driving is just something that I absolutely love. And, you know, all the different sections. I like that there's actually a little bit of hope thrown in there. I, I think, you know, the part yeah, I'm talking definitely. about, again, it just kind of gets just, just that little bit of epic, you know, like you're you're gonna win you know yep. kind of thing just for that moment and then oh back into crazy i can't quite tell what the heck is going on yeah arpeggios for days fun 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 stuff i love it and uh that entire soundtrack again not not a bad track in the entire soundtrack uh maybe some that are a little bit silly and you know whatever off kilter but really just really really well composed music through yeah i agree i don't think i can add much more to that i, I was going to mention that you know that her heroic section that um that little bit of hope that it gives you. Oh, um, good. I think yeah. that's a very. I'm glad it's you definitely a very too. clever way of writing boss music because you do you you need that intensity, and you also need that feeling of uh, maybe I can do this, you know. <laughs> so very very well done. Yeah, I did that in a in later tracks in uh, the Super Gear Quest uh, soundtrack. Basically, later parts of the game where you know it, it's like to tie in the fact that you're almost at yep. the end, you know, yep. you're getting that feeling, you know, but, but the earlier, obviously again, ancient weapon was just straight up chaos. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's move to another one of your quite upbeat tracks. And now this one features your brother on guitar. Um, sorry. I, I can't remember his name. <laughs> What's he said? Dr. Shred or something. <laughs> is Captain, Captain Shred. Captain sorry. Shred. Get it right. <laughs> He's the captain of, of the shred ship. No, yeah, he goes by Captain Shred. That was that was from way, way back. Yep. It's it was really just a joke. And actually what's funny is he decided to use it. He he Sorry. He's always been a shredding guitarist, and we've played in many bands together. I was alluding to me playing in bands, and he was almost always the guitarist in said bands. He 
uh, has always been an amazing composer as well, but he spent a lot more time performing and uh, and shredding <laughs> uh, in 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 his life thus far. But it's only been recently that he's actually now getting into video game composing on his own as well. And so, you know, Captain Shred is a for hire. Uh, composer who is my brother, so you can imagine a similar energy, a similar set of inspirations, but definitely he's he's a really heavy guy, you know, he plays really heavy music and also shreds like nobody I've ever met. I mean, he's just a phenomenal guitarist. So it was a given. Uh, there's been a couple of different tracks where I, I wanted guitar and it was just a given that I would have him yeah. do it. And so this was an example of that. He's also, by the way, the the one mastering the music in Declines Drops. So he is a part of the team, uh, uh, if only to do that. And then of course, whenever I need him for guitar. Yep. Well, let's, yeah, let's get into it because I, I love this guitar. I'm a, a real... I'm especially a real sucker for the whammy bar and he's doing a lot of really cool stuff with the yeah. whammy bar on this so um this is battle I'll give myself credit for that actually because it was I originally wrote it on p- uh, piano yeah. on keyboard you know in the DAW which again I was talking about the portamento I did that exact technique to bend all those notes and then when I gave it to him to play guitar I was like listen I really want those bends in there can you do those bends and he was like I don't know if I'll be able to do all of them because it's you know there's a physical constraint <laughs> exactly, on the instrument yeah. but he did a bang up job in really trying to use as many of those bends uh as well, possible i'm even so, thinking yeah. of that Kudos. little um it's not quite a vibrato but you know you've i don't know if you're familiar when you you kind of you flick the um whammy bar and it just kind of growls like <laughs> that kind of sound yeah you yeah a yeah, little yeah. bit of that in there yeah. as well oh i love that stuff whammy bars oh yeah just just the best yeah. so this is battle so cool. with battle with ravage um from declines drop yeah Again, by Modal Module. Please enjoy. Ravage from Declines Drop um, by Modal Module. What an excellent tune. Um, it's great to hear that guitar in there. I think, you know, you got the guitar. I'm pretty sure you're doubling it with the synth behind. 
And um, At times, yeah, yeah, there's some there's some really cool parts. Like for sake of time, I, I won't go into all of it, but um, probably my one standout bit, and it only stands out by a little bit because it's all really great. But the I don't know how how you do it. It's the the anticipation of that note that just that lead up to it every time gets me. It's so good. Little little touch, just little touches like that. You know, you don't you don't necessarily just write a melody like that. You got to be thinking outside of just notes. That's expression, and I love it. Right. So, so actually, on the the subject of chip tune, that's to me a very chip tune technique. Um, there's some there's some really good contemporary chip tune chip tuners <laughs> out there. Uh, I'm gonna give a quick shout out to Defense Mechanism. Love, love, love his music, and he's a really great dude in general. Um, and he, I feel like he's probably where I heard that in a more contemporary sense and went, man, that's awesome. But what ends up happening, and this was when I was doing the Game Boy tracks a lot, which was prior to this, uh, was I would he- I would start to hear more of those kinds of things. These, these portamento leaps into mm, the melody, yep. you know? Where it starts lower and it ends up, but it's it's just it's it's uh it's as you said it goes right before. It's like the you know? first it's, note it's doesn't not even on exist. the downbeat. It's just starts yeah, somewhere yeah. and it's comes pickup, up to the note. Yeah, 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 Wah! yeah. Exactly. And there's yeah, there's just an energy there that I just love, and it's just it creates like a fluidity too, you know. And again, same thing with the portamento and the guitar with the whammy. Uh, uh, allowing for that portamento is it just creates this fluid movement. It's not just rigid. Because, you know, I play piano and piano is very rigid yep. because you can't bend notes. You can't slide from one note to the other, really. You can, you can you know, throw your hand across and it's just going to, you know, it's just going to smear the notes together, but you're not going to actually legitimately bend and, 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 and do that kind of thing. So anyway, the point is that I really enjoy the expressive capabilities of other instruments that can do that. Violin is a great example, uh, again. Um, and so for synth... Again, that's that is available to us as mm. synthesists to be able to do these kind of slidey movements. And again, because I hear those things in my head, being able to pull them out is actually really great for me. And I hate that when I'm on piano, I can't do that, you know? So that's actually, you know, an advantage, if you will, of of other instruments. Yeah. But yeah, the the this is a just to give a little quick background, this is this is the first boss of the game. And so this was the only boss in the in the the demo. And um this is actually loosely based on the first level's music, which was actually written by the developer. This is yet another o- uh, example of a developer. Yeah, yeah. an, an exa- uh, developer initially initializing, let's say, the music. But he actually was the one that he, he reached out to me. I didn't reach out to him. So this was a unique situation. He wanted me to compose the music, but he had existing music and he said, Either you can keep these or you can replace them. I don't care, but this is what I did. And he's an acoustic guitarist, so he made some really nice acoustic guitar music. And I liked the music, so I didn't want to get rid of it. But what I did want to do was be inspired by it for the other areas of that world. Yep. You know, it's it's kind of a, you know, almost like a Super Mario World concept where like each area is called a world and it has its own sort of, you know, vibe or whatever. So this world, uh, each level's music is actually inspired by the original the first level of the world's music. So each one has, it's it's kind of hard to explain, obviously, if you listen to them back to back, and especially if you are a musician and you can really kind of analyze it, you can see how they're connected because it's, it's not that obvious. But with this one, literally the A section and the B section were both directly inspired by his uh, his his material. So fun Excellent. fact. Yeah, I love those little, that extra depth that goes into 
um, a soundtrack that's not just a collection of songs, but, you know, it all ties right. together. Um, that's something that I honestly am a huge advocate yeah. of, by the way. So that's why, you you know, it, it, I did it a lot in uh, in Super Gear Quest and as well. I'm uh, attempting to do it in Decline Stops. It's just, you know, it varies. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, why don't you bring us into your next PlayStation track that you've chosen for us? All right. Awesome. So this is another, in my opinion, lesser known or perhaps lesser celebrated uh, soundtrack. Not necessarily lesser ce- celebrated composer. He's actually done a lot of different stuff. Um, this is Valkyrie Profile um, by Motoi Sakuraba. And um, this soundtrack, uh, you know, again, the chronology is very accurate here. I, I, I played Final Fantasy VII. I listened to the music. It was amazing. It blew me away. Then I actually, I think I actually heard Val- Valkyrie Profile's music before I played the game. Um, and it was just a complete mind-blowing experience. It was it was like nothing I've ever heard. And again, there's a lot of variety, just like it is an RPG, so it's kind of the same ideas as far as like different areas, town themes and boss themes, and you know, you're gonna have dark and light and, 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 and low energy and high energy. But a lot of his tunes are just super rocking. And this is uh, an example of one that's just like, you could totally picture a band playing it. And, uh, and in fact, he does actually have his own band that plays, that, that plays some of these tracks as well uh, nowadays. So that's kind of fun. But anyway, um, yeah, so this is called Originating from Chaos uh, from Valkyrie Profile by Motoi Sakuraba. Let's Sweet. do it. Yeah, so originating from Chaos by Motoi Sakuraba for Valkyrie Profile. That was a PlayStation game. Um, I mean, honestly, all I'm gonna say is it speaks for itself. Really, really interesting. Like, obviously, it's got that heavy, you know, drum part or drum uh, uh, layer, but it does have some orchestral elements and and you know a lot of different things that he kind of toys around with, and it's just. 
it's just so interesting, you know, another example of just really unique music. And uh, it makes me feel, you know, certain, it makes me feel things <laughs> that, you know, I really enjoy. So I'll just leave it at that. Uh, Motoi Sakuraba has done a lot of different stuff. So if anybody enjoyed that track, listen to all of his music. Star Ocean, the second story is a great example. Most of the Star Oceans he did uh, and with with or without help. And so, yeah, there's there's a lot of good music out there that he's made. So check it out. Yeah, great. I'll, ha- I'll definitely have to check out more of his stuff as well because I'm, I'm not too familiar. But I'm excited about what's coming next because you have brought into us an unreleased track. Please, can you please introduce this for us? This is very exciting. Absolutely. So this is also Declines Drops. Um, you know, we're continuing development. After the Kickstarter uh, was successful, we just we just carried on, and there's a lot of uh, plans as far as you know the amount of there's there's going to be a lot of material uh, to play, and of course, that, therefore, material that I have to make music for. And so, this is just you know a, a part of that. Um, this is the second world, and this is toward the end of the second world. Um, it is underwater. Um, I don't want to give too much away, but that's really just the vibe that was the goal here. Now, you might be thinking aquatic aquatic ambiance because <laughs> I did play another David Wise track after all, and you wouldn't necessarily be entirely wrong. I think that there is definitely an energy there that maybe is similar, but the long and short of it is this actually came to me uh, in the middle of the night. I was very just kind of like out of it and playing my piano, and this was more of a, I think, physically inspired thing. So I... I, I most of my music, as I said, comes from in, inside in my mind, so I call it internally written. This was more maybe physically written because I was on the instrument just kind of like playing and just flowing. So it's a different way of approaching, and I've actually been doing more of that lately for this soundtrack just because it kind of calls for it. I tend to play more um, jazzy, I guess is a simple way to put it. Not that this track is necessarily jazzy, but anyway, that's that's all I'll say is basically it was inspired as I was playing, thinking about the game. Uh, and just letting letting my fingers flow on the instrument. Great. So, ladies and gentlemen, you heard this first on Vault Supreme's Synth BGM Dreamstream Machine podcast. All right, let's go. This is Abyss. Am I right? Is that what it's called? Yes. Sorry. The it's Petroleum Port is the world. So Abyss is the is the the name of the track. But yeah, it's Petroleum Port. All Abyss. Right, let's give it a listen.
Import Abyss for Declines Drops, written by me, Modal Module. And yeah, uh, definitely a different energy than anything else I've brought in. Um, I'm glad that I could do that to create, you know, a little bit of variety in um, in my tracks, even though you picked the rest of my tracks anyway. No, <laughs> so, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, different styles that you've done um, that I haven't touched on at all. So it's definitely worth um, people's time to go out and check out some of your other projects for sure. Yeah, there's there's lots of stuff that you can listen to. Anybody, you know, again, if you just go on my Bandcamp, there's there's a lot of stuff that's just, you know, I mean, you know, fun stuff, dark stuff, heavy stuff, light stuff, you know, orchestral stuff, acoustic stuff. Speaking of which, uh, I, I wanted to mention that Declines Drops is primarily uh, more of an acoustic instrument uh, soundtrack. That was sort of the intention. It's, it is actually going to get more synthy, spoiler alert, as the game goes on. Uh, but, you know, I, I know that uh, Volts had some possibly some challenges picking out tracks from that game specifically just because this is a synth podcast and it needs to have some synth involved if and possible. And you, you haven't released and many so, songs you know, either. There's only like seven songs right. available or something like that, I think. No, mm. you're absolutely you're absolutely right. Right, that's that's part of it. But yeah, you found the two that have uh, some synth elements. Just to really quickly clarify on Battle with Ravage, because I think it's kind of fun. Most of the instrumentation is actually SNES samples. So you've got like the Mega Man X uh, uh, slap bass, for example, and I think I used the Mega Man X drums as well. Um, that was actually just kind of like what I had available at the time. Um, I had, I think it was a new computer and I hadn't loaded everything onto it. And I just kind of went with that because it was easily accessible. And you know, the developer liked it, I liked it. So we just went with it. So it was like, whatever. But for a lot of other tracks, especially the level tracks uh, is, is really where it's more acoustic instruments. Then I'm using more clean sounding instruments rather than, you know, those kinds. That's great. Let's move to, you got another Final Fantasy track coming up, I see. Right. So similar to Mega Man, which uh, has been a big part of my life, both, again, the NES and the uh, SNES specifically uh, series, is, um, uh, Final Fantasy has been as well. Although I started with FF7, so I haven't actually played any of the early ones. Well, I've touched the earlier ones, but I haven't played them extensively. I know everybody tells me I need to play FF6. I'll get around to it someday. <laughs> uh, but, you know, 8, 9, 10, and on and on. So this is actually from 10. And again, I could have picked anything. It was really just this was what I decided to... Uh, go with. So yeah, this is uh, a track called Hurry from Final Fantasy X, and it's actually by Junya Nakano. So Nobue Matsu was on this game, of course. He did most of the music, but Junya Nakano and our buddy, Masashi Hamauzu, uh, both also did tracks for this game. And uh, I actually really, really like their tracks. Uh, I, I like Nobu's as well, but they were just so surprising because they were very mm, different, yeah. you know? And so this is an example. Uh, Hurry from FF10 by Junya Nakano. Let's right. do it. <laughs>
Man, another track that I just absolutely love. Now, that one, what I really like, sorry, Hurry from Final Fantasy X, Junya Nakano. What I really like about that one is um, actually kind of similar to Genova, that driving energy, but it's in a different way. Obviously, this is, you know, a little bit more of an orchestral uh, a bent. And again, it does have just enough synth involved. But what I really, really love is uh, during sort of the middle of the loop, uh, when those big horn chords come in, and it's just this wall of sound, as you put it, absolutely aptly while we were listening. But it's specifically the voicing, specifically the chord that he uses, which is like a fully extended mm. chord, which I mean, you know, again, for a non-musician may not make much sense, but basically triads are your normal chords, which are three notes. This is probably like a five, six, maybe even seven note chord. It's just so expansive Super dense. as far as the the... Yeah, and the colors that you get from that. So when it comes to triads, I look at like primary colors, right? And with with extended chords, it's like it's like a pastel, you know, lavender, you know, with like a little hint of green or something. It just becomes this very complex sound and emotion as well that comes with it. So I just love they really really did a lot of that in this soundtrack and beyond. Basically every other Final Fantasy from here on really does uh just create these extra colors that I just love. So yeah, that's that's my summary. Awesome, yeah, a fantastic track, fantastic soundtrack. Definitely a bit, um, I don't know, maybe a little bit inconsistent. But Junior, the kind of um, definitely go and check out some of his solo stuff that he's released. He's got some albums I've noticed on Spotify just in the last ten years, oh. which are definitely worth checking out because they're really nice tracks, and they've got that. Um, They've got that kind of video game ambience feel to it that is just really cool and okay. definitely worth checking out. I would encourage it. If there's if there's anything similar to the energy that he's that that I've heard from his game soundtracks, I'm 100% on board. And I hadn't heard about that. I mean, I shouldn't be too surprised cuz you know, these are the the kind of the young up and coming guys, so I'm sure they've got a lot of stuff going on, but I just haven't kept track. So yeah, I I will absolutely do that. I'm actually really excited to to look into that because yeah, he's he's one of he's become one of my absolute favorites in recent yeah. years. Yeah. I don't I don't think he's done heaps of soundtracks lately. So, but mm -hmm. he's done the, mm -hmm. he's put these albums out, which are, you know, just, just as good, really. They're just not connected to, um, any soundtracks. So, well, let's, I'm, I'm disappointed they have to rush this last little section, but I'm running out of time as my family's about to, um, duck off to a family member's birthday. But you've got one more Final Fantasy song that you've chosen for us. Um, again... Yes another Final Fantasy series all the Final Fantasy um, whether it's yeah like a trilogy like this one or the individual games you've chosen before right. definitely resonate with me and I've, I've talked a lot about these games in, in the past but yeah this is another fantastic yeah. bunch of soundtracks bunch of games um, hit us hit us with this last pick of yeah. yours and then we'll close out absolutely so this is from FF13 2 uh, which um Really, again, I could have done any of them from 13, 13, 2, 13, 3. They're actually all very good and, and actually very different. But why I wanted to do something from 13, 2 is there was a specific energy that I really feel like this game, you know, they, they tried to do, which was more electronic, more, I would say, mm. modern sounding, just a very interesting, you know, vibe. And for me, the reason that it really stuck out is because I feel like it's not something I myself have exposed myself to much. Um, so it's almost like, again, like we were talking about, you know, Roots, this game, I feel like they, 
their roots were probably in contemporary electronic music that uh, existed prior to the game. Uh, but since I hadn't really heard that and I really enjoy this, it's sort of like I can just enjoy that concept, that genre, uh, through this game, through this music. And so uh, this one was composed by Naoshi Mizuta, who is a really phenomenal, again, slightly un unknown or lesser appreciated uh, composer making really, really amazing music. And this one is called Labyrinth of Chaos. Here we Fantastic. go. Fantastic, all right.
okay, so a little clarification. That was more of a, uh, an ambient sort of orchestral one. I was thinking of a different track that I actually failed to find. I, I will find it eventually, of course, and I'll be kicking myself. But for <laughs> now, that was actually another track that I really enjoyed. So nothing wrong with that. But Naoshi Mizuda did a lot of more of a, a lot of the more electronic stuff as well. So, uh, but yeah, all that to say, uh, really cool, just vibey track, you know. And I think a, a good one to end it out with, honestly. Yeah, definitely. It, and again much like your some of your songs there's a real heaviness with the emotions especially in that middle section yeah yeah i th- i think yes. um notion yes. really did a good job of kind of continuing on what masashi hamazu started with the first Final fantasy 13 yes. and then did his own thing but really yeah it's it's very well connected to the music that was already set up for the series so yeah another excellent absolutely excellent choice and a good mix of the synth and the the orchestral kind of string sounds just enough synth yeah So, but yeah, actually, I wanted to touch on that really quick. You're absolutely right. It is an extension of what Masashi Hamuzu developed through FF13, which is a fantastic soundtrack. I just want to say really quick, just just some shout outs to some amazing composers that I didn't end up using. Masashi Hamuzu being on the top of that list, he's become literally one of my absolute favorites. He's very, very high up on my list at this point. Absolutely phenomenal composer. So the fact that you are also a big fan of his was actually a really funny coincidence when I realized that. And it's only been recently that I realized that. I listened to every episode you did that had him involved, which was quite a few because <laughs> you like him, yeah. you know, and you really like his music. So 100% that that guy got, I, I really just want to give him credit. But also Hitoshi Sakamoto, FF12, uh, he, he just did a lot of really good orchestral stuff. The reason I didn't pick him is just not very much electronic. Kenji Yamamoto, you know, Metroid Prime, Yoko Shimomura, Street Fighter 2, along with everything. I mean, she's just <laughs> prolific as heck. And Mitrio Yamani, who is also a very prolific Konami composer, uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night was hers. So, I mean, there's there's a million composers out there that are phenomenal, and I could go on all day, but I just wanted to give a shout out for those, you know, uh, close contenders for my choices. And uh, But yeah, back to this track being super ambient, super good. Naoshi Mizuda is also fantastic and also very varied. You know, again, he does really upbeat electronic, you know, heavy stuff, you know, battle themes and stuff like that as yeah. well. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, I'm so blessed just to be in the world, the same world as these phenomenal composers to be just endlessly inspired by. Honestly, that's just a huge thing for me. Yeah. And definitely like, um, one of the amazing things I've found about doing a video game music podcast is, you know, you start searching, you're looking for songs for different episodes, that kind of thing, looking for topics, and um, there's oh, there's always something. Where just when you think you've got all the top dogs kind of lined up, you'll find someone else, and they're going to blow your mind. And, you know, you are one of those people, someone who most people probably have never heard of um but it is, it's been a pleasure for me to share your music because, again, this is just like, it, you know, you said it before, we connected through the Mikado Brothers um, Discord. If I wasn't on that Discord, I wouldn't know about your music. And here I am playing uh, some of the favorite, my most favorite stuff I've played on this podcast so far. So, yeah, there's just, there's so many um, amazing talents around the world that we just don't know of yet and we're still waiting to uncover so yeah it's been absolute pleasure to have you on the show um and finally um 
yeah hear hear some stuff from your perspective and share some of your music and all that so thank you so much for coming on thank you thank you so much for having me thank you so much for listening to my music thank you for understanding what it is that we appreciate about music you know on such a deep level that we really can't even put into words i mean this is this is this podcast is is about celebrating music but perhaps not going into crazy deep philosophical you know explanations of the that yeah. that celebration the bottom line is that it speaks to us on a on a on a on a very very deep you know level and um yeah, I mean, I just want to I just want to give one last shout out really just to the community, uh, the the VGM community, the the chiptune community, which are, of course, intersecting um, Twitter uh, is a place that I've connected to a lot of people on. And um, it's just it's it's a beautiful thing. If anybody is starting out with music and, you know, kind of interested in developing themselves and maybe connecting with other musicians, get on Twitter, get on Discord, get in these these servers and 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 you know, share with people and, and, and I, I, I can just speak from personal experience that it's been an absolutely amazing thing for me. You know, I've been, uh, sort of active in, in these circles for, uh, maybe five, six years now, and I've never felt so welcome. I've never felt so warm and, and, and appreciated, but also like it's, it's bigger than just, just a singular thing. You know, we're all a part of this thing and it's just, it's really amazing. And, uh, I can't recommend enough just just being a part of it if you have any interest at all yeah no i agree definitely a, a very unique unique community very f friendly on the most part um but look yeah. as we're going to close out i i've got one last little special thing that i want to play so one of my favorite songs from super gear quest that i didn't play is this track called uh mount makula i believe it's pronounced mm -hmm. and when yeah. i heard that track um very very different to a lot of your other stuff it still has that um emotional weight to the melody and the chord choices that kind of thing but uh very it's a very restrained song and when i heard it I, I didn't think this for any other track but i'd heard this one track and i'm like you've got to give me the midi file for this i really want to do a remix <laughs> i started working on it last year i was making excellent progress and just literally hit a wall and it was only last night that I kind of pulled it all together I just I ended up just deleting a whole lot of tracks that I'd put in that I was trying to kind of salvage um, I just got rid of them and I was like all right well, let's just let's just kind of start again and clean, clean slate, slate yeah. semi clean slate <laughs> but anyway I yeah. absolutely love this song and it has been it, this has been a lot of fun for me to put this remix together of one of your tracks. So I really hope that you enjoy it. Um, I've tried to, like we were talking about with David Wise, I've tried to not go beyond what the song is, but tried to just give a different um, representation of it or something like that. I don't know. I I love sure. this track. Hope, yeah, well, yeah, I just... I just want to say really quick that just the idea of somebody remixing my track is like something I couldn't even have considered 
uh, you know, years ago, like, you know, because I just feel like this small little person in this, in this huge world and I'm just making music that, you know, really doesn't go very far or whatever. So I just, I just, I want to say that I really appreciate, I don't even care what it sounds like. I just appreciate <laughs> the idea <laughs> that alone that you would want to remix something that I made. Like, that's just, wow. You know, I just feel amazing, uh, just knowing that. So thank you very much for just for being interested in, in such a thing. No, that's great. So this is um, Mount Mokula, originally from Super Gear Quest. This is the Vault Supreme remix. And again, thank you so much for coming on the show. We'll close with this. And yeah, all the links will be in the description. Please go check out Modal Module. Um, check out the games that he's done the music for. And... Yeah, we'll see you all on Discord or something like that. Yeah, thank you so much for having me again, and um, have fun with your family, man. That's that sounds that sounds like a good time. I will. I will. Cheers. <laughs> all right. Take ciao care. for now, and remember to stay synthetic. <laughs>